Like, y'all, I feel I feel the Holy Spirit with me right now. And I just want to invite the Holy Spirit with you if you are listening as well. So, Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, that over this podcast, Lord, that you are sending it to the right people. Heavenly Father, that the prophetic words that you have been speaking over me, Lord God, mean something to the listener right now, Lord God. And I pray that this is not by accident, Lord God, that whoever is listening on the other side with their headphones, Lord, is listening for a reason. Lord, that you will send this podcast episode to anyone who needs it and anyone who has ears to hear. Lord God will hear what you have called your children to listen to, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you open their ears and whatever the enemy has, that the enemy is not snatching what is not taking away what this word is for them, Lord God. Lord, as I feel your presence right now, Lord, I pray that that presence is flowing through this whole episode. Lord, thank you for your presence here. Thank you for your holy fire and Holy Spirit. I pray that you continue to flow through me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Guys, this is, I don't know what kind of episode this is going to be, to be honest. Um, currently in my prayer closet. And I was going to film a Instagram reel, but that turned out to be seven minutes long. And I don't want to edit it because I don't want to spend time editing right now. Like, I am so, so hungry for the Lord right now. And I just want to spend as much time with Him. And I feel like I'm kind of going out of my way just to record this episode. Um, this is just going to be audio only, of course. Um, honestly, guys, like, uh, I don't know where these podcasts are leading me but the lord just wants me to be more prophetic right now because the enemy took that gift away from me for a while and now i'm i'm hearing the voice of god more and god is let me just say to sum up this word that god gave me god is tired of being put second and i've constantly told people that and i constantly tell myself that too like there's times where i catch myself scrolling on social media for so long but god is tired of it it's not like God, God doesn't want me to delete it. Well, okay, he probably does want me to delete it. Obviously, if it's taking time away from me and him. But it doesn't have to get to that point if I just had self-discipline, you know? And that's something I've been really working on, self-discipline. Because those who lack in self-discipline are basically fools, you know? They're, they're lazy. God doesn't call his people to be lazy. God calls his people to be hard workers and he blesses those who work hard. I don't know about y'all, but I want God's blessings. And I don't want to be a lazy fool sleeping all day knowing that I could have done something for the kingdom of God, you know? It's not just sleeping, but it's just something that I don't like doing. So that's what I use. But we are all lazy in our own ways, you know? And God is tired of laziness. God is raising up his children and it's a matter of fact if you want to catch that blessing or not if you want to catch that that next word that he has for you if you want to catch that revival he has it's up to you if you want that it's up to you if you want to take that next step of faith and do it god is a miracle worker and i've kept hearing over and over today that god has never let his children down not once can i think about a time when god has let me down if anything it's been times where i've let myself down thinking that my ways were better than God's. And that's when reality check comes in. God has never let anyone down. God is a faithful God. And it says that multiple times in the word that God is a faithful God. Because God fulfills his promises. God made covenants with um, 
the rainbow. You know, the rainbow is a really big one because God used that as a symbolism that he was never going to flood the earth again. But if he did get mad that he was going to burn it, you know, but um, obviously we're not there yet. But that's in Revelations when they talk about burning, when he talks about the fire and stuff like that. But like God is a faithful God. He's never flooded the earth since and that's what the rainbow is is a covenant of him it's a promise that he's kept and that's one way the enemy likes to pervert things um twist things and take takes what um god has made beautifully peaceful and simple what god has created simple easy and his word the enemy likes to scoop it up revert it to what his little demons like to uh do with it you know um shall those people be free in the name of jesus and we will be praying for those people who have demons and they shall be delivered guys i always talk about deliverance because i did not know i had demons <laughs> guys i literally just got deliverance yesterday again i got delivered from the spirit of jealousy because of the jealousy jealousy and fear jealousy and fear is what's rising up in the kingdom of god right now in not in spirit i feel in spirit i feel that that the enemy satan is really trying to divide the church he's really trying to make us jealous of each other he's trying to make us gossip about each other and that's one thing i don't like and so when i when i was catching myself starting to get jealous of my brothers and sisters in christ for their blessings that they've worked hard for i had to be like in my head i was like no bro like that's not me that's not me but the moment I feel like I start talking to myself in my head a lot, and the moment I get feelings that aren't mine, that aren't meant to be there, that's when I know that there's something manifesting. But, guys, you don't have demons. Demons just can't enter your house, and I just want to enter your temple. They can't just walk in, okay? You have to give them a legal right to do so. So, um, so basically, God, like, god doesn't come in unless you invite him in you know so there has to be an open window or something in your temple your holy temple 99 rooms that is empty and that's why we have to constantly be in the word of god that's why we have to constantly be praying over ourselves constantly worshiping god because if it's not about god that's when we take that step that single slip when the enemy tries to fall into our lives again and that's when spiritual warfare hits hard spiritual warfare also hits when you're trying to level up with god and the enemy does something drastic in your life that's when you know but when i receive spiritual warfare that's when i'm like okay like god i'm getting raised up to something more but at the same time when you're in that season you don't realize that but it's after you realize you know and um yeah i don't want to boast too long or go too long about this but i'm gonna read this word out for you guys that i had because it's super important and i really wanted to talk about it i hope this doesn't stop recording because i don't know how this works but this is a little prophetic word that the lord has given me for tonight and i i, I pray that this goes to the right people goes to those who are hungry for god and not those who are just complacent crying out to god and not doing anything about it because I am, I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of hearing my brothers and sisters in Christ crying and saying that the Lord ain't moving in their life when in reality the Lord is trying to move in their life, but they're not letting the Lord move in their life. I'm tired of seeing people sit out in the sanctuary 
saying that there's nothing going on in the church when revival starts within them. Revival starts within you. Revival starts when you want more of God. That's when revival starts. Revival doesn't start just because your pastor said, okay, revival's going to hit. It could if God spoke that over them. But at the end of the day, it takes a whole congregation to unite together and say, okay, we are hungry for God. What more can we do for Him? And it's a matter of those who are hungry for God, those who need to be set free, and those who want more of God's presence are going to be remaining at that church. And through that is going to make our church grow. And it's going to remove the bad fruit and replace it with good fruit so that we can continue to inherit the kingdom of God. One thing that God likes to do is he's not going to remove them, remove things out of our lives without replacing them with something better. So that's what I want to say about that. But now on to this prophetic word. Um, okay. It says, my children, have I not proven to you time and time again that I am the Lord your God? I sent my Holy Spirit as an activist for me so you can inherit my kingdom. Yet you watch my glory go by. You continue to spread more you continue to spend more time boasting over these worldly things, being chained up to things I can set you free from. Don't cry out to the Lord at the door when I came knocking at your door and you never let me in. Not everyone who cries out to my holy name will inherit the kingdom of God. Many are called, but a few are chosen. The candlestick will be freshly lit, and there shall be new bread at the table. Will you be willing to stop by, or will you continue to walk by following your fleshly ways? Have I not given you the signs and signs again and again that I have chosen you for this time? Have I not spoken to you in many different ways, and yet you still continue to question my simple ways? Chase me and not the worldly idols. Chase me and not the worthless worldly items. Give them up for me. And have I not failed you yet? Have I not failed my children? So why should I fail you? Have I not been faithful to all my promises? Lean on to me, my child. So lately, um, it's kind of weird that, um, right. So I was watching Isaiah Salvador like less than an hour ago and the Lord was moving through him and through that I was really engaged to what Isaiah was saying because it was like a prophetic word as well. And I kind of want to dive deeper into this candlestick thing because the Lord led me to read Ezekiel. Never once would I think I'd be reading Ezekiel right now, but here we are reading it. And Ezekiel is basically, so the Lord a couple days ago let me, led me to Ezekiel chapter 2. And that's when Ezekiel was called by the Lord. But this morning I read Ezekiel chapter 1 and it was talking about... It was describing the vision that Ezekiel had about angels and that the glory of God. And God's glory was so good, y'all. God's glory was so good that he fell onto his knees. Isn't that good? I want to read this for you guys and talk about a squirrel. The squirrels, now I haven't been too deep into it, so I'm not 100% sure what that means but the lord has been speaking scrolls over me and whatever that may be for him 
I'm not sure what the scrolls are. Maybe new rules, maybe new commandments. Well, not new commandments, but new ways on how to get closer to him is what I feel. But the Lord is opening up that next chapter. And I feel like through the candlesticks is when he's going to light it up. And that light is going to be the Holy Spirit. And by the time the Holy Spirit burns out, people are going to be running after that candlestick before it runs out. But they're only going to get the last of it. They're not going to get the full thing. They're not going to get it when it was freshly lit. They're not going to get that fresh revival that they've been begging God for. And so, so many of us are caught into scrolling, scrolling, posting, posting, complaining on social media, taking pictures of ourselves when God is, I feel God is already lighting that candle. And it's either if some of us, some of us are going to catch it now. Or some of us are going to catch it later down the year when the bread is moldy, when the bread is hard. And bread has been mentioned. And so that's what the candlestick is kind of like represented to me in this prophetic way. Like God doesn't want his anointing to burn out. And in my mind, if I'm going to describe the way I feel the word saying is like, all of his children are at a table eating with him. God gets up and goes to the next table. And at the next table, there's a light, like a spotlight that follows through it. Onto that next table, the spotlight slowly starts going. But we all look confused, you know, because we're like, where's he going? He's moving to that next table. This table is going to be a little smaller. Because he's picking and choosing his chosen ones. His soldiers. Ooh. Ooh. This table is a little smaller. But not too smaller. Not that much smaller. But this table is also a level up in his kingdom. Ooh, man. This table is a level up in his kingdom. There's chairs. And I kind of just picture it like how Jesus was eating with the disciples, you know, in like a circle table kind of. And in the middle of this table is a big old candlestick. With, there's six of them, you know, six candlesticks. But the one in the middle is lit lit one and there's only it's like simon or was it with the chair game um i don't know what it's called and so all of us are watching god walk by his glory and god's like who's gonna come after me there's fresh bread on the table the bread represents jesus's body the bread represents our daily bread that we must be eating the word that we must be studying the presence of god that we must be having in our life and the candlestick represents the Holy Spirit. And God represents the head of the table. So as God's walking over, I feel like I'm being really repetitive, but I'm trying to describe what I'm seeing right now. There's some who sprint over to that table. And there's some who, who I see in the Spirit. Some who get up grab their leftovers of what they had at the left table, which could mean their worldly, worldly idols that they still worship, worldly things that they're not letting go of. The old bread, the old, moldy, rusty, hard bread. I don't know about y'all, but I don't like old bread. They're just taking it and walking by on their phone. Ooh, they're taking it, walking back. Ooh, they're taking the bread and looking, but there's no more tables left. Or chairs left. So they're just walking. There's those who don't even question. There's those who are not 
who aren't even acknowledging that God moved tables to level up. There's just those who are so complacent with their walk with God. They're just looking at their phone, scrolling on TikTok and continue to walk. That's what I see in the spirit right now. There's so many people just walking by on their phone, scrolling. They claim they're a Christian. They claim they follow Christ. They look at the table and continue to walking because they know that they're going to be saved, but they aren't worried about anyone else or how to better their relationship with God. They're just walking and walking and walking. But there are those at the table who are asking God questions, who are, who are eating that daily bread, who are acknowledging Jesus every single day, and who, who have white robes on too, who, which different colors. And they're, they're excited. They look excited and they're, they're happy to be sitting at the table with God. And, you know, it took trials and tribulations to get at that table. They had to walk through the darkness to get to the light. But they're glad that they did. And there are those who who I see, like, surrounding the table, slowly but surely, asking God, why, why didn't you choose me? Why didn't you pick me? Why am I still struggling with this? Why am I still doing this? And he said, because you were too busy looking at the old bread. You were too busy looking at the old bread and not repenting god said i tried giving you grace i tried i tried and i gave you answers and answers and answers but you still weren't letting go and that's what i see and i see people walking by crying sure many of these people will inherit the kingdom of god but they're not getting the fullness of god here on earth and lately god has been showing me and giving me that he's raising up his children he's raising up the evangelists he's raising up the apostles he's raising up the leaders in the church he's raising up new pastors he's raising up the younger generation to save more of the younger generation and i know it's not just me who has had that on my heart for so long ever since i've gotten saved the lord has given me a word that i will preach to many people but the younger generation because what we have as a younger generation isn't unlike any other you know we could be the last generation maybe that's why we feel like that we could i don't know but the lord has put in my heart to reach the younger generation for a reason because we can just connect with each other in a different way and we are searching for something more and that more is god that more is at that table with god and i don't know about you guys but i don't want to see my brothers and sisters in christ asking god why they couldn't get the gifts while i'm sitting at that table smiling joyful i want to see all my brothers and sisters in christ sitting at that table with me growing with the lord not being boastful or jealous or fearful of what any man is going to think of them that's what i don't want i want to travel the world with you guys and start preaching to many nations with all you guys that's what i want to do but a few are chosen Many are called, but a few are chosen. And that's when the free will starts kind of coming in. Because God gives us free will. See, people are like, God is still going to bless me. Yes, God is still going to bless you. God always will bless you. God is going to give you what he's promised. But it's not going to be the fulfillment of what he's promised you. Guys, we must lead our old ways back. Because God is... God is the same God, but he changes his ways. But he's not going to complicate his ways for you. You see that? The enemy complicates things. The enemy the enemy likes to throw things in your face and complicate things for you and make you think over and over again. 
just like he tried making me think about this word but the lord is i feel the holy spirit fire with me and i'm just talking you know i didn't think about filming this for a podcast episode honestly but this is what god has called me to do and lately the enemy has been lately i've been trying i feel like i should say this to talk to someone about it don't chase after your purpose or calling but chase after god because my sister and i were talking about it and there was a moment where i had to step back that night and i was like man like i told brianna not to chase after her calling or purpose and here i am telling her that i am i'm basically doing that right now like what i'm over here saying i'm gonna because i've been giving words over and over again that i made i'm meant to lead i'm meant to preach to people and here i am trying to rush that process but if god wanted me to do that already he would have already given me the words to do it and so basically all week i was like lord like what do you want me to preach to young adult because i'm ready you know i'm ready to do it by next week and i feel like the lord is like i've called you to do that but not right now like i feel like he wants me to continue in my spirit because i say i feel like but most of the time when i say i feel i feel like it's me in the spirit but (laughs) in the spirit i see god like continuously letting me grow with this podcast to then preach to many people i don't think i'm i also just don't want the fear of man to get in you know and it's that and i rebuke the fear of man because we should only fear god but the lord i was like lord like give me the word like i know what the lord wants me to teach on and but he's not giving me any resources so i'm like okay lord i will wait on you when the time is right the time is right but i'm not going to rush that process so this is a short little prophetic word lord guys but i don't want to complicate things i don't want things to come and start turning into my fleshly desires that i want to say to people so I am going to end it here. God bless you guys. And let me close out with the prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word today. I thank you for those who envisioned what I've talked about. I thank you for those who are taking this word down and growing with it. Lord, and I pray that you continue to move through my brother and sister listening across this phone with earbuds on their car, listening as a shower, whatever they're doing, Lord. I pray that you just continue to humble them Let them be in fear of you and not man. And defeat whatever the enemy has tried getting them to fall under and fall back into, Lord. Rebuke that. And any sinful desires, Lord, that they're just getting rid of it. Any sinful temptations, anything that they're worshiping on the world before they worship you, Lord. I pray that they are turning turning their eyes towards you and their ears towards your voice lord god heavenly father i thank you for this time that we've all spent together today and shall your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and keep us in all our ways lord god in jesus name i pray amen